the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters around the world, people are celebrating Good Friday. Christians of every shape and persuasion. In Jerusalem, there is the Via Doloroso which is the way of the cross. History records pilgrims coming to walk the way of the cross as early as the third century. And it was from those pilgrims' early journeys that the stations of the cross were liturgically derived. In Latin America today, there is the alfrombas, which is street painting. Painting images of Christ in the streets and on the sides of buildings. I saw in this morning's news that Christian zealots in the Philippines are having themselves nailed to crosses to show their piety. Around the world, Non-Christians look on. And also they might be joined by some Christians that they just don't know what to make of this day, this Good Friday. We look at the cross and we see familiar, yet different things. Some see suffering, some see pain, some see loss. Yet others, they see separation, sorrow, death. Some look at the cross and are reminded of the sin of the world. All of this and more is present in the cross of Good Friday. All of these things would have been present on that very first Good Friday. Would have been present with those who stood at the foot of the cross and watched. Mary, our Lord's mother, the other two Marys, and John, the disciple whom Jesus loved, they would have experienced these very things and emotions. All of these things taken collectively can cause us to have a distorted view or vision of what God did for us on that day. These visions in their horror and in their sadness can keep us from seeing today why this is called Good Friday. They can keep us from seeing the way forward. You see, sometimes Sometimes we let the suffering of Jesus blind us to the love of God. 
when we view today as another day in the world, a day of cruelty, of ruthlessness, of violence, when we see it as just today to reenact the execution of our Lord, how could we possibly call this day good or anything close to good? There is nothing, there is nothing about this day that is easy or magical. The goodness of Good Friday does not eliminate the reality, the reality of sin, of grief, of suffering, of death. Yes, it means all those things. Yet those feelings, those emotions are not the final, they're not the ultimate. The reality of this day, or any other day for that matter, in which we allow ourselves to focus only on the brutal details of Christ's crucifixion, creates for us the real possibility that we might conceptualize an inaccurate and incomplete view of what the cross of Christ accomplishes. That limited focus leaves us with an angry God seeking retribution. seeking repayment for humanity's sinfulness. That, my brothers and sisters, is not the good news of Jesus Christ crucified. The focus on the cruelty of the cross is more a product, you see, of our own understanding than it is an actual biblical description. The Bible may allude to the details, but we are left to fill in the particulars. The violence and cruelty are there for sure. But that is not where scripture places the focus or emphasis. In the Gospel of John, there are no graphic details. John tells us that the temple police struck Jesus in the face. Pilate had him flogged. The soldiers wove a crown of thorns. The soldiers kept striking him on the face. They forced Jesus to carry his own cross. They crucified him. They denied him drink when he was thirsty. And John tells us that Jesus said, it is finished, bowed his head and gave up 
His Spirit. It also tells us that Jesus, finally dead, and hanging yet on the cross, a soldier takes a spear and pierces his side. Just the evening before, just a few hours earlier, Jesus accepted his cup and it did not pass from him. He accepted what was to be his supreme mission. Concentrating not on the suffering, not on the death he would experience, but on love. Love is the how that enables Jesus to submit to God the Father's will. Love is the how that allowed Jesus to face the cross. That's how Jesus gave himself. Gave himself for us. Giving himself in love. Paying the debt for our transgressions. A debt that only he could pay. Since we, all of us, are unable to pay our debts. Because because we lack the means since everything that we would offer God in payment is rightfully His already. So what did God's Son do? Giving Himself for our sins gave himself for a debt that he didn't know. A sacrifice perfect and without flaw. Perfect atonement for our sins. That's what he did. Jesus, through his love, through his death, did for us that which we could never do ourselves. An atonement, a reconciliation, a redemption. And yes, as our 1928 Book of Common Prayer calls it, a propitiation for our sins for the sins of the world. The great 20th century evangelist Billy Graham characterized the atonement on the cross this way. Graham says, when we preach atonement, 
It is atonement planned by love. Provided by love. Given in love. Finished in love. And necessitated because of love. St. John, in his gospel account of our Lord's life, describes it this way. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus doesn't concentrate on the cross, but is looking past it looking through it, looking beyond it. He knows the Father's will. He knows that death is not the end. But rather, he trusts the Father's love more than his own death. And we heard Peter mentioned in our gospel a few times this morning. Unfortunately, Peter had a lot to learn. He had a lot of growing to do. Peter can't bear the thought of Jesus' horrible death. He couldn't even come and watch. Peter was frightened. He was scared, and he had repeated through the night, I do not know him. I do not know him. I do not know him. Peter fears death. He sees it as the end. My brothers and sisters, if death is the end, and there is no divine love. Then what the famous English poet Robert Browning said is true. Without love, without God's love, the entire earth becomes a tomb. Jesus did indeed suffer and die. There is no question about that. His mother and friends all suffered. They cried and they grieved. Our observance of Good Friday does not deny any of that. Those realities were part and parcel of the crucifixion of uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> those realities were part and parcel of the crucifixion of our Lord and they are part and parcel of our lives as well we cannot help but look at the many crosses in our lives the many crosses in our world and not see 
sin and brokenness, suffering and sorrow, tears and loss and death. However, thankfully, that is not all there is to see. Jesus' death lifts the veil for us to glimpse the reality of God's love, his love for us. A certain and constant love that is present for us to see and to feel. And it is that love, my brothers and sisters, it is that love that makes this Friday good. It is the love wrapped in the crucified sacrifice that proclaims itself stronger and more real than death itself. The love Jesus shows from the cross does so much more. More than just mingle with us in our own suffering and our own dying. Jesus' love bears us up and over and through the suffering and dying of our lives. Jesus lifts us above it all. God's love is victorious. Death and sin are conquered by love once and for all. Each of us, each day, must decide which we trust more. Death or love. What we choose does indeed drive our worldview. What we conclude does indeed guide us in our relationships. What we opt for, without a doubt, affects how we approach our own situations. And most of all, what we finally adjudge might either diminish or amplify our view of God and his love for us. My brothers and sisters, the question that is left begging the question awaiting an answer from every Christian on Good Friday is, can we find it in ourselves? Can we, reaching deep inside, within our faith, can we find a way to see and trust the crucified love of Good Friday? Can we, in this violent world, in which we live, considering our own losses and our own suffering, counting the brutalities that we experience, acknowledging the sins that we commit, contemplating our own deaths, can we see, can we see and trust in God's love for us? That, my brothers and sisters, that, my brothers and sisters, 
is both the challenge and the certain hope that Good Friday offers. And we can see, we can see, but only through Jesus Christ and Him crucified.